Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Getting to the truth and holding Fauci accountable. Senator Rand Paul will be my guest this hour as we talk about how we can do that as he exposes the greatest public health cover-up in history. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Remember... Anyone who ever tells you that elections are stolen or that there's ever cheating, any of those things, those people are purely and utterly conspiracy theorists, okay? They're just making things up, and they're just lying because they're crazy conspiracy theorists. That is true. In a universe where Justin Trudeau is not the bastard love child of Fidel Castro, that's true. But in this world, which is the real world, you know, actually, Matt DeSantis, two things I want to say publicly right now, since you're busy doing something else and not paying attention I'm and monitoring listening. me like the Stasi over there. <laughs> uh, Justin Trudeau being the bastard love child of <clears throat> Fidel Castro. And also today, Phil Murphy is quite butthurt not over the windmills the being canceled. official stance of the Rich Zioli show and not a word we should be using routinely on the program. Butthurt? Yeah. Well, today, King it. Philip the Unaccountable is quite that. Just saying. I like how you haven't missed a step. See that? It's only been two days, Henry. Two, uh, that's fair. Fair enough. I got to speak at a dinner tonight at the Montgomery County Republican dinner, so I got my Republican tie, and you see little elephants in there? Oh, that is that's a nice My tie buddy nice. Rob Ortiz gave me that years ago when we were both Republican County chairmen, so I have my little elephant tie, and hopefully I don't look like a giant elephant wearing it tonight. It's my goal. So elections are always honest and always fair and always real. And there's never cheating in the same world where Justin Trudeau is the biological son of Pierre Trudeau. No, not the official stance of the Rich Oh, so Gioli it's not show. the official stance of the Rich Gioli show that he's the biological son oh, of Justin. Oh, sorry, you caught me off guard. No, you caught me off Boom, got, but well played. <laughs> no, he is the uh, the the son of These Pierre are not Trudeau. the droids you're looking for. Duck season. You Wabbit see that? Season. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Oh, you got me there. I got you there. Well done. Uh, by me, not you. Yeah, well done by I me. I didn't contribute anything. 
Uh, there are some uh, major investigations going on in New Jersey politics and some people who just got arrested. Look at that. We have some corrupt politicians. And again, I'm shocked, I'm shocked, shocked. We're all shocked to find gambling going on in here because we were all told, we were all told that there can never be cheating in America ever. So uh, how this happened today is just beyond, it's beyond the pale, how this could occur in the state of New Jersey. And yet we have people now facing actual criminal prosecution. And we still have Democrats who are cheating in South Jersey politics, don't forget. They are making up phantom candidates to try to diminish Republicans to have Republican candidates vote for literal Fugazi candidates, Fugazis, to try to take them off the ballot. It's amazing what's going on here. So let's see um, what is happening right now in the state, in the corruption part of this. But before I get to that, uh, New Jersey now, this whole Orsted thing that's going on with uh, the wind turbine project being canceled. Did you know that offshore wind in New Jersey now might be over for good period up and down the state where you've got now Democrats who are running away from the other project as well. So it might be officially dead. But speaking of dead, dead people vote Democrats, dead Democrats do right around Halloween. And this dark money group in New Jersey, a judge now wants to freeze their money. So what's going on here is that Republicans have asked a superior court judge to freeze spending by a shadowy dark money political group called Jersey Freedom because they support Fugazi candidates. These are candidates who are not real in a South Jersey Senate race until they disclose the source of their money. We're going to be at a minimum alleging that the organization has violated the reporting requirement. We're still exploring the other potential violations of law that they may have committed. He did not identify any other statutory violations. This is from the New Jersey Globe. Jersey Freedom is a new group operating out of a post office in Jamaica, Queens. They filed papers in Delaware and they started backing Fugazi phantom candidates, not even candidates that really exist and are just people who are just names on ballot. These people don't even exist. They literally don't live. And yet they're on the ballot. And the goal here, of course, is to dilute the vote. And by diluting the vote, what you can do then is you can try to have the Democrats win, hoping that you'll turn around. People turn around and say, well, I'm not voting for those Republicans. I'm going to vote for the conservatives. And so what I'm going to do with that is I'm going to vote for the conservatives and then diminish the Republican vote where the Democrats will then win in that district. It's a sleazy, sleazy, sleazy tactic. In North Jersey, Patterson City Council President Alex Mendez was indicted for alleged crimes committed during the 2020 election. He allegedly supervised an operation that stole mail-in ballots from mailboxes and replaced the ones that were not for him. His wife and two others were also charged. Democrats cheat. It's just a fact of life. It is reality. Democrats cheat all the time. The New, Jer- New, the New Jersey Attorney General Matt Placken said this guy up in North Jersey was seen emptying a large, heavy bag completely filled with ballots into a mailbox. The defendants are accused of attempting to rig an election in their favor and to deprive the voters of Patterson of having their voices heard. This happened in 2020 when we were told there was no cheating whatsoever. Everything was on the up and up. Democrats never cheat. In South Jersey right now, we're dealing with this dark money group 
that's running Fugazi phantom candidates. The group filed an 11-day pre-election report on Friday evening disclosing expenditures but no donors. Instead, they reported only debt. The report listed one New Jersey contact, Shane Patrick Walsh. He's a Washington Township native, although the address they used in Egg Harbor Township does not match his recent residency records. So you got an out-of-state printer, out-of-state mail shop, out-of-state uh, little dark money group incorporated in Delaware. And they figure that by the time all of this occurs, the election will be over. By the time they get through the court process, we're going to be past Tuesday. And they're probably not wrong. You see, the guy who's running in the 4th District, this guy, Del Borello, and I saw him over the weekend on Saturday. Good guy. Be a great candidate. Be a great state senator. They want to stop this because this race is so close. And Chris has a really good chance of winning this. So they'll do whatever they have to do here. But this is a new one. I mean, this is a new low in Jersey politics. It's a new low in Democrat corruption to just just turn around and say, hey, let's just put names on ballots and just to dilute the vote. There's nothing they will not stop at when it comes to cheating. That's why somebody asked me the question the other day, said, what is it going to look like in 2024? Can we have election integrity? Well, the New Jersey Republican Party, the Pennsylvania Republican Party, they got to be very, very aware of the fact that two things are real. Number one, Democrats cheat. Number two, since 2020, the corporate media has done an amazing job of convincing America that Democrats don't cheat. And if you say that they do cheat, you are an election denier. You're an election denier. Now, remember, if, if, you, if you deny the 2016 election and you say the Russians won or the guy who won the White House only did it because of the Russians or he's an illegitimate president, you are actually the Democrat minority leader and your name is Hakeem Jeffries. But you, as a regular stooge on the street, you go around and you tell people, you know, Democrats cheat, right? People go, you're crazy. I was out trick-or-treating last night and I'm not going to tell you where because I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring politics into Halloween. But it's inevitable because the Democrats rise from the dead on Halloween and vote. Somebody had a, uh, a wonderful Halloween display. I mean, wonderful in this until I got to the, I turned a corner. On the front of their property, like Jason Voorhees was coming at you, and they had Michael Myers and music playing, chainsaws and blood everywhere. It was great. Kids were terrified. Then I turned the corner, and they have a, uh, a graveyard. They made a graveyard in their, in their yard, and they had all kinds of different names, like Jim Morrison's. Other people, they had uh, uh, like Tupac with a question mark. They had a bunch of, and then they had a gravestone that said the following. American democracy, July 4th, 1776 to July 6th, 2021, with a big question mark. Obviously, January 6th, the high holy day of the left, the intention being that on that day, democracy died. Now, A, we're not a democracy. We are a representative republic. We are a constitutional republic. That's A. But B, uh, who's president now? So how did, how did, what, how did America die on, on January 6th? I'll tell you what died on January 6th. What died on January 6th was equal justice of the law. Because everyone who was at the Capitol that day is facing federal charges for interfering with a congressional proceeding. Meanwhile, if you're a member of Congress and you pull a fire alarm to try to stop a congressional proceeding, you get slapped on the wrist 
not even really slapped. It's more of like a, oh, you silly. Don't do that again. Stop it. Stop it. Come on. Don't be like that. Don't you do that again. Don't you try to stop Congress from voting on a budget that you don't like because a continuing resolution by pulling the fire alarm and then lying about it and saying that you thought it was the emergency doors as you were seen on video taking down the emergency exit doors signs and then pulling the fire alarm and running. But we're all supposed to pretend like that never happened. We're all supposed to pretend. This is the double standard, though. This is the double standard between the Democrat Party and the the Republicans. Because the Democrats cheat and they do this stuff all the time and they get away with it. Republicans wind up facing all kinds of federal consequences, including Donald Trump, for denying the election results of 2020. For just simply denying, for simply saying he doesn't agree with them. Then you're 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 going to face federal charges for that. May go to prison over that. Think about that for a second. Think about what it tells you about our government, where you could be facing federal prison time if you disagree with their stance on the election. Now, they are working diligently to try to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. And the 14th Amendment challenge against Donald Trump begins in Colorado. This is where it begins right now. The gag order stands against the former president. He's not allowed to speak out. So he can't stand out there and say, you know, listen. They had this corruption up in North Jersey where these guys were stuffing ballots on Election Day, taking ballots out of mailboxes and putting ballots with their names on it in. We have phantom Democrat candidates running in South Jersey. People don't even exist. Dark money groups behind this. And you know what? In 2020, I was also cheated out of the election because Democrats were cheating. Oh. See, you say that you've now violated a judge's gag order. And you're facing federal charges. You see what I mean about how this is America? You go, wait, wait, what's happening? I don't understand. Corruption in politics is as old as politics. Cheating in politics is as old as politics. So what? why can't you now not talk about it? Well, you can as long as you're a Democrat. If you bring it up as a Republican, though, then they'll throw the book at you. They'll throw the book at you. So now the goal is to try to keep Trump off the ballot. It begins in Colorado. And the idea being that on January 6, 2021, the high holy day of the left, democracy died. And uh, he killed it on that day, even though he did not become president after January 6, 2021. Nothing on that day changed anything. I mean, think about it. Nothing on January 6th changed a thing. Joe Biden, still the president. Donald Trump, not the president. Nothing was going to change that day. I told you that on January 7th. There was nothing that could have been done on January 6th that would have changed the outcome of that election. If anything, possibly before people had gotten to the building, you may have had the the Congress vote to send the results back to the states to review the results of their electoral college members, their, their electors. And that still may not have guaranteed any changes. It still may have ended up the same. It just may have delayed things a little bit. Nothing was going to change on January 6th. People expressed anger and, and very, very angry outrage. And some people broke windows and some people committed a lot of violence and other people walked around and took selfies. But for that, they want to say Donald Trump should not be on the ballot and deprive the American people of having their ability to vote for him. Under the guise of on January 6th, 2021, the high holy day of the left, American democracy died. And he killed it. And therefore, he gave aid and comfort to those committing an insurrection against the United States of America. 
seditious conspiracy, rebellion, blah, blah, blah. That's why they're very careful, the left and the corporate media, when they use those words and they say those words. The insurrection. The insurrection. What a show. The insurrection. Here we go. They say those words deliberately because they want to say that under the 14th Amendment, Donald Trump cannot be president of the United States. Now, he has not been charged with inciting the so-called insurrection, but it doesn't matter because at any point the special counsel could bring those charges. But it's also irrelevant because the 14th Amendment, and this is why I think that this effort is doomed before the Supreme Court, does not mention the president. It mentions a senator, member of the House of Representatives. It mentions electors of the president and the vice president. And it mentions a few other public officials, but it specifically does not mention the president. So I don't think it applies to Donald Trump as president of the United States of America. And I do think he will be on the ballot in November of 2024. But think of the efforts that they are going to to try to stop him, what they're going through. Meanwhile, Joe Biden exchanged 82,000 pages of emails under pseudonyms while vice president. This is what I talked to Congressman Scott Perry about and what the Oversight Committee is trying to look into here. 82,000 pages of emails under pseudonyms while vice president of the United States. And explain to me something here. How is that not the death of democracy? That you could be the vice president of the United States, make money while you're in office, compromise American security, get elected president, allegedly, and then as president be compromised by foreign nations and then commit us to a war in Ukraine that has no end game whatsoever and costs whatever it needs to cost for as long as it needs to cost it. How is that not a threat to democracy? It's, 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 like To me, from where I stand, that's a whole lot more dangerous than some dude kicking in a window at the Capitol. I mean, you could fix a window. You could fix a window. Windows can be fixed. But this, this corruption, I don't know how you fix this if Joe Biden's allowed to get away with it, which it certainly looks like it. But President Biden sent or received 82,000 pages of private emails while serving as Barack Obama's vice president. That was what was disclosed by the National Archives late Monday as part of a lawsuit brought by a conservative organization. The archives reveal that the trove of correspondence spanned all eight years of Biden's vice presidency, included messages to or from three shadow email addresses, robinware456 at gmail.com, jrbware at gmail.com, and robert.l.peters at pci.gov. And this is from the Southeastern Legal Foundation that filed this. 82,000 emails. And um, 10 were sent between May 18th and June 15th of 2016 and CC'd first son Hunter Biden with one on May 26th notifying Hunter of a scheduled phone call the next day between the vice president and Ukrainian president Petro Poroshenko. And you know where they found that one? According to the first son's abandoned laptop, you know, the laptop that you were told was Russian disinformation kind of ties it back to what I said at the beginning of the show today, right? The effort to control information, misinformation, disinformation to tell you water is not wet. Why? Because it's what they have to do to stay in power. So you were told that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, not because they were worried about Hunter Biden's nudie pics. 
nudie pics with Russian prostitutes and other prostitutes. I mean, a whole international house of prostitutes, like an IHOP, but prostitutes instead of pancakes. But anyway, and I will say, IHOP, don't knock it till you tried it. Boysenberry syrup, am I right? Don't shake your head at me. What are you doing? IHOP is not good. Says the guy who will eat Papa John's pizza with garlic butter dipping sauce. That's out of context. I said I eat it context. maybe once per year. You I'm, know, I'm says the guy Papa that drinks John's Coca-Cola guy. in Italy. In Italy! You have that. no right to say a damn word about IHOP. Coca-Cola is a delicious beverage, and you, it goes perfect with everything that I ate in Italy. And tell me the boysenberry syrup at IHOP, the international house of pancakes. I don't think IHOP has good pancakes. Henry, do you like IHOP or IHOP better? I have never been to the IHOP ever. What about the international house of prostitutes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't say I've visited there either, but I'm sure it's a good time. Yeah, well, they also have boysenberry syrup, but that's the edible. Like It's more of like a body. I mean, the kids may be in the car. But I think Hunter took- An aphrodisiac? Uh, uh, perhaps, yeah, or sort of like a- Gel fluid sort of liquid, more <laughs> oh, of like a. Oh, okay. Like a, oh. Yeah. yeah right. But um, anyway, uh, so the laptop story that was Russian disinformation was not to cover for that. See, the reason why 50 former national security officials and the CIA all jumped into action to tell you that it was Russian disinformation was not because you would have found the Hunter Biden nudie pics from the International House of Prostitutes. It was because of this Hunter Biden. Joe Biden, meetings with the Ukrainian president, then vice presidential aide John Flynn, including Hunter on the emails in the months following Joe Biden's threat in December 2015 to withhold $1 billion U.S. loan guarantees from Kiev unless Poroshenko fired Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma Holdings owner Mykola Zlochevsky. The corruption is so, so strong here. The president's son, of course, as you remember, served on the board of Burisma, earning a salary of a million dollars a year. You can get a lot of international house of pancakes or prostitutes with that kind of cash. I'm just saying. It goes a long way at either IHOP. Ukraine's parliament dismissed Shokin in March of 2016 after Joe Biden bribed them, of course, with our, our money, you know, our money, and then bragged about it. So, uh... Hopefully, the House Oversight Committee will get to the bottom of all this. And we have also links now to money because you got to follow the money. And when we get back, I'll share with you how Congressman Jim Comer unveils bank records showing that Joe Biden received laundered Chinese money, too, because in the International House of Corruption, you have Ukrainian money, Romanian money, Russian money, Chinese money. And by the way, of all of them, I have to say the Romanian is probably the lesser of the money. I'm just throwing that out there, but it's everybody forgets about Romania. I feel bad for Romania. It's like, listen, we bribed the guy too. Why doesn't anybody ever talk about us? <laughs> they get a bad rap. And Romania also wants to say, we bribed the guy and you don't talk about us. And also Nancy Pelosi does not, she's not from Romania. That's Transylvania. Stop saying the vampiric one is Romanian. She's not. They get a bad rap. People think that she's from there. Transylvania, not Romania. Okay. Poor Romania. 855-839-1210. Poor Romania. You bribe the, the president of the United States. You don't even get any credit for it. It's like, you, I, if I'm Romania, I'm sitting around going, would you, could you mention me, please? China, Ukraine, 
<laughs> Could you just give a shout out to Romania just once? <laughs> we paid the guy too. Hey, hello. Hello. <laughs> I feel sorry for them. Uh, I'm always sticking up for the little guy. <laughs> what I do. But if not me, who? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to stick up for the little guy. Uh, the lesser Romania. Uh, Cooper University Healthcare is a leading academic health system, as you know, and their experts provide award-winning primary and specialty care at more than 100 offices throughout the region, including personalized cancer care through the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper, groundbreaking stroke and neurosciences care, advanced surgical services, cutting-edge clinical research, and more. Recognized nationally and regionally, and I'll tell you, the MD Anderson Cancer Center, I was talking to somebody today um, who's a patient there, has been, and said, the care, exceptional, the nurses, these people are heroes. These doctors are so dedicated to taking care of you. Uh, they, are, they are saving lives at the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper. So make Cooper your first choice for outstanding care close to home. For an appointment, call 800-8-COOPER, 800-8-COOPER, or cooperhealth.org. Remember, Cooper is where the entire Zioli family goes for our medical care. From primary care to pediatric care to, yes, the advanced surgical services that I went through over the summer to fix and cure my diverticulitis. 1-800-8-COOPER, cooperhealth.org. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All righty. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. So you have uh, Fugazi Phantom candidates running in South Jersey. You have North Jersey Democrats who are arrested and charged with literally stuffing the ballot box, taking out ballots that didn't have their name on it and putting in ballots that did. We're told that there's no cheating in politics. We're told everything's on the up and up. We're told that if you deny the election results of 2020, that you should go to federal prison. Meanwhile, Joe Biden had 
thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and thousands of emails under pseudonyms exchanged regarding Ukraine and his corruption there. And you got to follow the money. And we talked earlier to Scott Perry, Congressman Perry's on the House Oversight Committee. The chairman of that committee is doing a great job. James Comer, who released bank records showing President Biden previously took a $40,000 check from his family members soon after they received money from Chinese business associates. Now, I'm going to play that for you a little bit later in the show, but we have Senator Rand Paul coming up. So I want to take a break so that I can make sure I get to the senator. But we're going to talk a lot about this with him, too, because the whole issue here of the government controlling information, controlling access to information You know, he confronted the FBI director about the FBI meeting with social media companies. This is a big problem. The weaponization of government going after people. It's been a theme that I've talked about a lot. She says, you know, today I got my Republican tie and my little elephant tie. And that might be a domestic terrorism symbol these days. I don't know. I doubt it. Not not today's Republican Party, but certainly a, a libertarian or a conservative tie would be. But that's the problem, right? That's the problem. And how much was the FBI involved with social media? And we're going to find out. Senator Rand Paul, my guest next. But listen, let me tell you, NJ Diet is going to help you. I'm going to help you lose weight. Guaranteed weight loss with NJDiet.com. It only takes 40 days. 40 days to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds. Just say that with me. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. You will lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. They use your hair saliva and blood work along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone so you can finally lose that weight then nj diet uses dna info to help you keep it off and best of all it's contractually guaranteed you are fully supervised the entire time to make sure you are burning fat and not just losing water and you even get the doctor's personal email and phone number absolutely no shots no hormones and no surgery Locations close by in King of Prussia, Newark, Delaware, and Cherry Hill. Call 855-5-NJ-DIET, 855-5-NJ-DIET, or go to njdiet.com. 40 days, guaranteed. Just as the holidays are here, you'll be looking and feeling your best. Guaranteed weight loss, njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. I am ready. I am so excited. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210. Senator Rand Paul has been fighting the fight, and now the book is out, and you got to read it. It is one of the most important books we have uh, out there today. It's called Deception, the Great COVID Cover-Up. Senator Rand Paul joins me now on Talk Radio 1210. Senator, how are you? Very good, Rich. Thanks for having me. Listen, my pleasure. My pleasure. Let's talk about COVID. You've been all over this. I mean, you've been fighting Fauci since day one. Uh, He's mocked you. He's belittled you. He's insulted you in front of the Senate. And most importantly, he's lied in front of the Senate and lied in front of your committee. You know, as we explored this issue and as we looked into the cover-up, we discovered that virtually everything he said in public has been a lie. But we discovered a parallel universe, which is his private email. And as a federal judge forced him to reveal more and more of his private emails, we found that everything he said, particularly about the origins of the virus, in private, 
in early 2020, February 1st, 2020, he's saying to his colleagues, to the other virologists, he's saying it looks like the virus was manipulated in a lab, and we're very suspicious of this lab because we know they do gain-of-function research. Fast forward about a year later in public under oath, he's telling me absolutely, without question, unequivocally, the NIH has never funded gain-of-function research in that lab. So everything he said has been a lie about it. But it's not just him. Eight different departments of government were funding this. They're still hiding and passing the buck on this. And it's essentially a conspiracy of anybody who was associated with the funding. They're trying to hide it because they now know that there's a certain amount of culpability they have in starting this pandemic. Culpability, and they want the gain-of-function gravy train to continue, right, Senator? Because they get paid on the, on the front and the back. They get paid to create it, and they get paid to find the so-called cure for it. Yeah, at one point there's a conversation between Francis Collins, who is head of NIH, and Anthony Fauci, head of part of the NIH, and they're going back and forth, and Francis Collins sort of, uh, you know, intimates, he says, well, it just wouldn't be good for science if people thought this came from China. And I paraphrase him in the book. I, I report him accurately, then paraphrase him as, really, it wouldn't be good for the business of science. There's billions of dollars that are changing hands. People want to think these scientists, you know, really care about people. They went into science to cure cancer. Many of them probably did, but many of them are enriching themselves. Anthony Fauci's personal assets went from $7 million to $11 million during this. He was given a million-dollar prize by a nonprofit foundation. Um, he receives royalties but won't reveal the royalties. When I ask, them, well, ask him under oath, have you received any royalties or did any of the scientists on the vaccine committee receive royalties from Pfizer or Moderna, the manufacturers of the vaccine? He wouldn't answer and immediately tried to turn the tables and make a political argument against my probing him. But this is, you know, in all likelihood, this is the biggest cover up or conspiracy we've had in modern times because this is a multi-billion dollar enterprise. And realize who these people are, not disinterested scientists, Peter Daszak, who ran EcoHealth, which is the organization that uh, funneled the money to China, to the lab, in order to get favor and to curry favor with people like Anthony Fauci, he would rent out the Cosmos Club, some swanky club I don't think I've ever been to in D.C., for 15, 20 grand for an hour or two for a cocktail party, and he'd invite people like Fauci to try to cozy up to them. So th this is a, a world really of scratching people's backs. It's a seamy underbelly of Washington, but it's involving the scientific community, and it's also involving research that's incredibly dangerous. This, this virus killed 0.3%. That's about a million people in America. But can you imagine they're experimenting on viruses that could kill 50 percent of Americans? Well, that's what I don't understand, Senator Rand Paul. Why would you make Frankenstein's monster with the idea that, well, if he ever shows up, we know how to fight him. And then he gets out of the lab. I mean, why are we tinkering with nature in this way in the first way? I mean, we no money because they want to make money off of this. But, I mean, it, it, this sounds like the worst possible idea. And to do it in these unsecure bio labs around the world where you've got the Chinese Communist Party would love to weaponize this kind of thing and use it as a bioweapon. And to this day, a lot of us, you know, we were called conspirator, conspirators for just thinking that it came from a lab. But I'm, we've been saying that from day one. How do we we still don't know if the Chinese government was ever planning to use this as a bioweapon? We don't know. And if they, if not this one, it could be the next one. It was a huge judgment error to decide. And a lot of this was decided by Bill Gates. He funds maybe 20 
percent of all of the funding for all of these organizations, Amazing. WHO, all these organizations. He decided, along with others, that we should identify every virus on the planet. And there's, you know, millions of these viruses. But he, he said we should we should isolate them and put them in a lab. So in China, there's a remote cave like eight to ten hours south of Wuhan. They go down there a couple hundred feet underground, dig through the guano, and they, they find viruses. Then they take them back to a city of 11 million. So just the idea of taking a virus from a remote location where it's very unlikely to ever encounter a human and taking it back to a big city on the subway train to a big city and to, through the airports is, is a crazy and dangerous notion, but it gets worse than that. Once they isolate an unknown virus from a bat cave from hundreds of feet underground, they say, hmm, wonder if I mix this virus with this other virus I have here with part of this other virus. Wonder if we can make it more contagious in humans or more deadly in humans. And they say, we're doing this because we think it might happen in nature. But other scientists point out that nature is random, so the chances that you're going to actually create something that comes out of nature are slim and none. And these other scientists point out that no, no cure and vaccines ever been developed this way. But most people think the Chinese were trying to develop a vaccine, so they created a virus that was more lethal in humans, that gained function, and then it got out because they, in the book, we reveal the, the names of the actual scientists that are thought to be patient zero, and they all worked in that lab in Wuhan. Senator Rand Paul joins me. The book is a must-read, Deception, The Great COVID Cover-Up. This is one of the most important books of our time. It is the biggest cover-up of our time. And, of course, the entire time this was going on, you had big tech censoring people for posting about this. And this brings up a fight that you're waging right now, Senator, which is the FBI's collusion with social media. And I know you went after Christopher Ray about this. I want to play a very quick clip for you of something that Elon Musk said regarding Twitter uh, before he was the owner of Twitter and the FBI's involvement. Real quick, go ahead. The degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public. And uh, it, it was, there was no, it was whatever the official government, I mean, it was like Pravda, basically. Um, you know, it's a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter. It's a state publication. There was uh, basically oppression of um, any any views that would even, I would say, be considered middle of the road. Um, but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like like far right. I'm just talking mildly right. The people like Republicans were suppressed at 10 times the rate of Democrats. Senator Rand Paul, I mean, that that's amazing that we have the FBI working like this with big tech and the corporate media to suppress things like you going after Anthony Fauci over gain of function research and the and the lab leak. Without question, Elon Musk is right. It is true. Uh, they became an arm of the government. They essentially became the censorship arm of government. And it's it's appalling. It's an affront to the First Amendment. Imagine if you and I, after this interview, when you get off the phone with me, that the FBI comes into your office and says, we've listened to the interview and we've decided that two or three of the questions you ask and the responses are uh, not consistent with the government narrative. In other words, they're disinformation and we'd like you to remove them. We would be horrified at that. And yet we allowed it to happen with Twitter and with Facebook. For over a year, Facebook took down any story and prevent the spread of any story that alleged that the virus leaked from a lab and that's how it started. 
They basically suppressed it, but at the behest of government. So I have a bill that would fix this. My bill does essentially what the Missouri versus Biden case has attempted to do. It says that the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the White House, the CDC, they cannot meet with any form of media to discuss, cajole, pressure, or otherwise cause them to take down legally protected or constitutionally protected speech. And... We're pushing hard on this, but the Democrats don't seem to care. The Democrats don't remember that it was the FBI in the 1960s that went after Martin Luther King, that went after Vietnam War protesters, that went after civil rights protesters. Uh, They don't remember the abuses then, and they, they seem not to care now, which is really sad because my job would be a lot easier if I could find an honest progressive who remembered that they used to be big defenders of the First Amendment. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, the weaponization of this government against the American people, the intimidation tactics, and then working together to control the narrative on everything. I mean, from from the origins of COVID, as you point out in your book, Deception, the great COVID cover-up, to the vaccines and the side effects and myocarditis, and also the the effects of the isolation and the lockdowns. And you spent a lot of time going on about this as well, Senator. These lockdowns, were destructive. They destroyed people's lives. I think one of the, the heart, most heartbreaking things about this were people who were married, you know, for 50 years and couldn't be together to say goodbye to each other because of COVID protocols. And no science, no scientific evidence that any of it stopped the spread or slowed down the spread or saved one life. Everything they did was unscientific and inhumane. The one thing they did do that spread the virus was they sent people home from the hospital who were positive and putting in nursing homes, Governor Cuomo, and 50 percent of the deaths in New York were in the nursing homes. And there were doctors all along, scientists, Martin Kulldorff, Jay Bhattacharya, who were saying, target your resources, target your resources for the elderly, for the obese, for those who have medical issues, and let's try to save them. Instead, they ignored it and said, oh, everybody needs to be vaccinated, including your six-month-old child. And it frankly just was not true. To this day, they will not reveal what it means to be infected. So let's say you've got your parents are 75 years old and they've had two vaccines, but they've already had COVID twice. What does that mean? If they've had COVID twice, what are their chances if they get it again, they will die or go to the hospital? I think it's close to zero. And they should have that data, but they won't reveal it because they're too busy hawking vaccines for Pfizer and Moderna. Basically, our government has become salesmen for big pharma. Yeah, that's so well said. Well said. And, and, and the accountability and the oversight here today is an important day. Because Senator Rand Paul, you also have the vote on your amendment to audit the Fed. And the Fed just announced they're keeping interest rates where they are. I, I, I mean, the damage that the Federal Reserve has done and is doing is incalculable, and it needs to be audited. Why is it so important? You know, probably no more powerful organization that it doesn't have any oversight. And, uh, you know, the other side says, oh, we want them to be independent. But really, a lot of people get rich off the federal policy, off Fed's policy. And a lot of the people get rich are the big banks and the very wealthy in our country. And the average ordinary person who uh, lives on a fixed income or a small income gets wiped out by the inflation that the Fed causes. We did have the vote just minutes ago, and we got, uh, I think, 44 Republicans uh, were yeses, three Republicans were noes, and then we picked up two uh, Democrats who voted with us. So I think the total was we had about 46, 47 uh, for it, and 53, something like that, 49, 50 against it. Why, why are there so many people who are worried about 
the truth coming out. This is very parallel to COVID and very, very, very much like the FBI controlling information. Why is there so much fear among our elected representatives to to get to the truth here about what the Fed is doing? It's it's sort of tribalism. They're in their tribe and they don't uh, read anything from the other side. They have no idea. And the one person I would suggest they read who's been really good on the Fed is Matt Taibbi. He's a lifelong Democrat, but an honest uh, Democrat, honest, honest progressive, who's cut through the chase on the Twitter files. But he's also done it on the Fed and written some remarkable, remarkable articles on the Fed and really how it really is the rich get richer. And it's really a lot of it organized and accentuated by the Fed. The rich get richer when it comes to viruses and pandemics and Last thing I want to ask you, Senator Rand Paul, in, in your book, Deception, The Great COVID Cover-Up, you talk about how we can have accountability for these people. There's a lot of people out there wondering today, is anybody going to pay for this? Is anyone going to pay for what they've done to the world and what they've done to society and to our freedom and our liberty? And uh, or are they just going to get away with it and, 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 and take their giant bank accounts and, and run? If I had my way, Anthony Fauci would already be wearing pinstripes. I've referred him twice to the Department of Justice. I've sent along the information, the proof of his lying under oath, which is a felony, are in his own words. We have his own emails that have been revealed by court order, and his own emails contradict everything he was saying in public and show that he was lying in the hearing. Um, but what more can you do? Merrick Garland may be the most partisan attorney general we've ever had. He still smarts because he didn't get onto the Supreme Court and Republicans blocked him. But the bottom line is, I don't have the ability to prosecute people. It takes the Department of Justice to do it. I will say this. Two years ago, uh, 10% of the people and 10% of the media and 10% of the public thought that the virus might have come from the lab. It's 50-50 or better now. And in fact, I think slowly but surely, even though the Democrats are quiet on this, they're slowly acknowledging that they, they, they're starting to realize, too, that it came from this lab. Ultimately, I'm going to win the argument. The book's going to help win the argument. But then ultimately, I want to pass legislation that puts more restrictions on taxpayer financing of this type of research. I want a committee that can look at all the research, classified and unclassified, and make a judgment. You know, we need to have a real discussion whether or not taking something like Ebola, which kills 50% of the people, and saying, hey, guys, why don't we see if we can make it aerosolized? And, whoa, wouldn't it be great to mix it with this virus and see if we can make it more deadly? So that kind of stuff's got to stop. But it's going to take Democrats finally coming around because I can't do it with just Republicans. I'm going to need some Democrats to wake up and say, this is really dangerous. This is really bad. And, you know, we should never let this happen again. Yeah, well said. Well, this book is uh, going to go a long way towards doing that. And I, I encourage everyone to get a copy right now. Deception, the great COVID cover up. Dr. Senator Rand Paul, it's been an honor. Thanks for having thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Rich. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All right. So NJ Diet is I did that one. Matt Henry, you're screwing me up here. I got what do I got now. You see, you got the you still got the old thing up. Come on. Pay attention, Henry. You yell at me about making sure I hit all my live reads, and then you don't put the live ri- the right live read up. Because I did NJ Diet already. I thought you did Cooper. I did NJ Diet too. Does anyone listen to the show? Who works on the show? <laughs> Does anyone who works on the show listen to the show? I listen to the show. I listen to every second of it. Uh, I did NJ Diet. I did Cooper. So it's, what my, did- it's my fault. It's Venaria. Okay. I'll talk about Dr. Mike. Because I'm going to see him soon. And that's going to be in just about 10 days. 
for Veterans Day because Dr. Mike Venaria is having his annual Veterans Day picnic breakfast. It's great. It's a lot of fun at his office in Cinnaminson. And he is the master of dental implants. He's the guy you want to see for a new smile. Look, your smile says everything to the world and you need to be out there and you need to let the world see your smile. And if you need a new smile, Dr. Mike Venaria is the guy. He's the man. That's why he, for 10 years in a row, he's been named top dentist in South Jersey for 10 consecutive years and two offices to serve you, Cinnaminson and Woodbury. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to him today. Just go to VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. And you'll see firsthand exactly what I mean about a guy who cares about his patients and puts them first. And I think you'll also see what a wonderful staff he has, great office, wonderful music playing, really good people there. Dr. Mike is going to give you what you deserve, a beautiful smile, and he's going to do it with a lot of care and compassion. So visit him today at VenariaDental.com and mark your calendar for Saturday, November 11th for his annual Veterans Day breakfast. It's a free event. All veterans are welcome. It's open to the public, too, and there'll be a community shredding as well. And wait till you try the breakfast pizza. Not as good as my breakfast pizza, but pretty darn good. VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 